Foul. Miami going for the three right away. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound, Dosh. Back out to Allen. History title. Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! You strap yourself in and feel the G's. It is indeed. Strap yourself in and feel the G's. And with me this afternoon, welcome Hoopers, is my man, Mr. Jake Skidmore. Matty G, thank you very much for having me on this draft show, mate. Can't wait to get fucking into it. Let's go. Mate, I know that you are, you, you've shown me spreadsheets. I'm like, stop it. My eyes hurt. There's just numbers uh, everywhere on yours. You are absolutely always pumped about a draft, and I love that for you. Um, I know that one of the other blokes that we use with Inside Fantasy Sports, one of our absolute legends, Matty O'Brien, he doesn't like to draft rookies. No. So fantasy purposes wise, look, it depends on what you're building at the end of the day. So you always take, much like we will today, I guess, for a draft, you take the best available player in your fantasy draft when they're available. And if you think that that best option for you is an earlier round than some other punters may take him, that's where you might be able to get a steal come draft day, especially if there's upside. So I think we all know where number one is going today, Skitty. Yeah, the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah definitely Brandon Miller, isn't it? Brandon Miller, is he, is he not getting some, uh, some, some stash in early? No, mate, look, we all know that it's going to be Victor Wenbanyama. So a bit of a plot twist for you today because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is it that Mickey Dell says? Children of all ages. Um, yeah. We're going not to do that. We're automatically taking Wemby off our draft board. So you and I know he's the consensus number one pick. Um, let's, though, instead have a bit of a chat with where we think he might go in a fantasy draft, what's yeah. his potential and where you could get him because I think we, what either one of us gets the first ball in our draft, we're yeah. going to take Wemby. So it's a it's a free shot as far as I'm concerned. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's fine. I mean, um, yeah, I saw the uh, the opening uh, installment of uh, the basketball NBA fantasy sports podcast. So that was uh, fantastic, by the way. Great job hosting. You absolutely nailed it. Well, thank you. Good uh, listening. Good good sitting there in your car on the way home from work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get me all the company on my way home from work. So that was fantastic. So uh, yeah, I think you. Uh, Brain Ari Matrix and Big Horse, they did a fantastic job. So brought a lot of uh, a lot of good points and really got us excited for the upcoming season. So, but I did hear where the boys were saying where they were going to pick Wemby coming into this next uh, coming into the draft, and they were saying yep. that they wouldn't pick him anywhere before forty. Not for me, Maddie. Well, I'm yeah, I'm with you. I've, look, I said forty. I think Maddie said. I think whereabouts are you taking him, Skid? If you let's say, and our baseline is this: twelve team draft, twelve players. So let's yep. just do that as, the, as our base. So 12 team, nine cat. That's what we're doing, yep. right? Yep. No let's, worries at all, mate. When it's coming down to there, it, it obviously depends on my first pick, right? Because we want to make sure that we get whoever, like, we're going to pair Wemby with is got to be making sense with him, all right? Because we've got to look at it in nine cat uh, categories to make sure that what he brings to the table is going to be what's going to work for our team. So we don't want to be taking him with someone that's going to be high steals or high assists. In most cases, sometimes it can balance out. But what we want, when we look at Wemby, right? 7-5, absolutely unbelievable. We've never seen a player like this, right? But when we look at his stats and he's getting 21 points per game, he's hitting 1.63s a game, he's getting like 10 rebounds, 2.2 assists, uh, almost a steal, and then three blocks per game with, you know, insanely good free throw shooting for a center as well. So when you're looking at that, that ticks off most of the categories on the board. I know it's not a direct correlation between the NBA and the France League, but he's already playing against grown men. That's the main thing there that is a bump above college. So I'm looking yeah. at those stats and I'm sitting there going, if he does exactly that, that's a top 30 player right there. Without, like, no worries. And that's only in, you know, that's not with, that's with his averages. He can go higher than that. He can go lower than that. We all saw that 37-point game he had against Scoot. So we know what he yep. can bring to the table. No one's blocking that shot. Obviously, with uh, he's going to go to San Antonio. He's going to have Greg Popovich, the greatest coach that he could ever have. And, like, he has so much potential, unlimited ability to be able to do this. 
as I've said to you, the only thing I worry about is him not having a, you know, bona fide point guard to make sure that they run the play, run the pick and roll, make sure that he gets the spots that he needs to get to. But if they can pick someone up from free agency, I'm even more convinced. But right now, yeah, look, I'm, yeah, I'm with top, you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm look, I'm with you right there. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm taking him in the third round if he's available yeah. early. Where I'm looking for him, I look. Not a lot of players at the rookie years get there. I'm just looking there possibly as he's as he profiles. It's good, mm-hmm. as you said. He's got grown man. We, I guess the last compare of that was was Luca. You know, he's got yeah. a bit of that blood in him. I yeah. am a little bit worried. Look, let's look at his minuses. He's faced a lot more traps and a lot more eager defenses uh, in the latter mm-hmm. latter half of the season, with people figuring out his game a little bit. He's been a little bit. I won't say he's been a bit slow to read it. So for me, if I'm looking at Wemby. I want him to make better decisions on the floor. I wouldn't be much. I would be very happy for him to come away with 18 points a game, 11 rebounds, but up his assist to four. Yeah. Like get rid of that ball a lot sooner because he's mm-hmm. basically at Metropolitan. He's a score first guy. That's that's what they're asking him to do. Uh, obviously so. Then that's what happens when you're one of the best potential players of all time. Yeah. So look, let's say Wembanyama. Possibly you'll be looking if you really really want him in your fantasy drafts this year. I don't know many leagues that will be having him still around on the board after the fall. So you're going to have to jump at the round early if you want him. And if you want him and you need that rebounds and blocks, or you can make a build around there, fantastic. He's going to help your rebounding out. I'm yeah. hoping that he gets a hot – his field goal percentage will be negotiable at this point. I've got to see him yeah. roll it yeah. out. So that's the other thing. He can knock down his free throws, but his three-point percentage, like he makes them, but he shoots yeah. a lot of them. So it's only 27 to 28% the last time I looked the other day. Um, uh, 30%. So it's going up to 30. So yeah. it's still not an efficient three-point shot on him. So he's finished up at 30% yeah. at the end of the day. That's not that efficient. Yeah, exactly that. So, Skitty, we know that Wemby's off the board. Let's do it. We're going to go through the first round today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll just get through the first 15, 20. Uh, got the two balls in, one and two. Skitty, as the guest, you will be the ball one. I will be the second ball. And now yeah. we will negotiate our Oh, thank you. But we'll see where we go with our picks from here. Uh, and it's two. It's me. Oh, Charlotte oh, Hornets. Please, please do. Oh. Please do what the Hornets are apparently going to do and stuff this up. Please, Matty. Oh, God. Um, this, is, this, is, this is not a quandary for me. Um, again, like in your NBA fantasy drafts, as we tell you, boys and girls. <laughs> You want, you want to take the best available player with the best available yeah. pick. And the mm-hmm. best available pick in my mind is Scoot Henderson. Yeah. Though we're playing fake GM today, Skitty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if I'm there, I don't know if I'm taking him. Oh. Okay. I look, I'm I you've got LaMelo Ball. We've had this argument before. Why do I need to bring in another point guard? Are you gonna to have to shift? Lamelo, one of these. We've all seen how well it works out with the Atlanta experiment with these two point guards. We didn't have two point guards run the floor very well over in Portland years ago with the CJ and Dane thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just the Hornets are in a very interesting situation. Obviously, we're just recording this today as it's been officially announced. Michael Jordan is selling his stake in the franchise, and I touched on that. I said I don't know how interested he is in owning the team anymore. New ownership could come in with a brand new vision. Mm. If that's me. I would be looking to offload Lamelo, get back some something real. I would be looking. I think, yeah, he does a lot for the organization. I would. I'm looking to move him. Bridges. You got PJ Washington. This is why Brandon Miller for me is like a. Well, if I'm bringing back Miles, and I've got PJ Washington, who's been excellent. Um, Ubre, I think, is a free agent this season. Is Kelly a, is a free agent or he is he still either this year or next year? He's either got he's either this year yeah. or he's got ten mil left one year. Yeah, exactly right. Look, I I'm just going to take him off the board because I think he's the best player and I could do something with it. But I'm going to take Scoot Henderson with the second pick. <laughs> I couldn't do. It. I couldn't leave him out. I am not the Charlotte Hornets organization. I will no, not have no. that. Very nice. I know there's a lot of talk that they're going to take Brandon Miller, and I think it would be the stupidest idea for them to take Brandon Miller. I mean, no disrespect to Brandon Miller. I think he's a great player. I've loved what I've seen from him. I think he can be a very good NBA like NBA player and NBA starter. He's a grown man. He's a grown 
physical yeah. form guy, six foot nine, all of him out of Bama. That dude is yeah. like, he is ready to play in the NBA. And he's not filled out yet either. So if he puts on some muscle, that he's going to be a tough bloke to guard. I'll tell you that much. And like, even like you see how he can create his own shot and get those three pointers going in there. I really like what he can do, but Scoot is, I, I think Scoot could be one of the best uh, point guards in the NBA in a few years. And like six two seven uh, six seven wingspan, and this bloke can just get to the mid range whenever he wants. He's got that mid range pull up. If he works on the three, which I've seen he's been doing with Steph Curry, I mean, yep. it, it's not even a question because he's got the defense down low. Yep. He's got the athleticism. It, what I keep saying is he's like Westbrook light. You know what I mean? Like his fantasy. He's got that. Do- he's got that dog. He's got that dog in him, like Westbrook. Yeah. I think there's and a the competitive athletic- energy to him. He's yeah, got the athleticism, but I also think that he has a better defensive acumen. Agreed. It's it's on the steals. It's on that perimeter defense, and he gets yep. after it, and he wants it. And he, but then also too, when he, what you notice is when he goes for that steal, a lot of players will just be like, "Oh, I missed the steal, bugger! Yeah, that sucks. Yep. Someone else can cover for me." He will work his butt off to get to the spot, and then get to the where he needs to be, and then defend that player. And I, I really, really like Scoot coming in because I think he can be not only massive for in NBA, in actual games, but also for fantasy. So I think that brings me back then to my pick because obviously that means you're taking Brandon Miller straight off the board. Why do you reckon Brandon is a good fit in Portland? The third pick. I mean, look, let's be honest here. We've all heard the reports. They're probably trading the pick and they're probably trading anything that they can that's not named Dane Lillard to keep Dane Lillard to stay. So I don't expect – if they do pick Brandon Miller or if they get Scoot Henderson to fall into their lap, I mean, it's probably going to get traded. And wherever, like, they go to, I still think they're going to be great players. But, like, when you when you look at when Brandon Miller – Miller's – his playmaking's not there yet. But he's obviously scoring ability is, and he's got the athleticism. He's got defensive uh, strides to be able to be there. Um, but yeah, if he's if he's going to be there with Dame, I think it kind of foreshadows uh, Brandon Miller a little bit, just because like he needs the like he's got that ISO scoring ability, where you know Dame's going to have the ball majority of the time. It's more of a Miller's going to need more of the ball to to be as impactful as he's going to be. I mean. I don't think I'll take Miller in a fantasy draft. Like, high, high. I want him to drop a fair amount before I actually look at taking him. But, you know, he's got, um, you know, when you look at Miller's stats, we've got 18 points per game. He's hit almost three threes a game, which is unbelievable, on 38%. So that's fair. He's, yeah, he's, he's doing that in an excellent clip. He can, he can, he's yeah. got an excellent clip for a bigger fella. That's that's catch and shoot and while he's moving threes because he can hit those moving threes and he can hit, he can hit him, no worries. Like, he's fantastic. He also gets the rebounds, which is fantastic to see. Not a lot of assists, and his defense is, his defensive stats are about 1-1. One, one. So they're not too bad, but when you kind of translate that to the NBA level, it's like in the first Probably year, beneath that. You're looking at about 0. 0.7, whatever. You're going to have to make yeah, it in the NBA. Yeah, too. roughly about that. I mean, yeah, when he's in the system itself, yeah, maybe. We'll see how we go. But, yeah, his shooting numbers are going to be fantastic. It's just if he's going to get enough touches to be able to do that. In Portland, I wouldn't see it. But if he went to a, another team, like say if Detroit moved up, that yep. could be something that could work. Like that's not too bad. They have a, permit, a position of need there in Detroit at the small forward since getting rid of Sadiq Base. So, I mean, that could work, even though they're – oh, thank God they got rid of Dwayne Casey because their offense was horrible. But <clears throat> we'll see how um, see how it all plays out. But I fully expect Portland to trade the pick and try and get some bigger names there with Dame uh, first before they try and trade Dame off. So I bring, guess that brings me back to number the fourth pick for me then because I've yep. taken – you. you've yeah, taken – no, That's fine. I'm happy with that. Now, this is the Houston Rockets pick. Um, I'm looking positionally for them. This might be the first one where I'm either a sniper guy or you might not like my pick. Oh. I'm looking deliberately at need for this. Okay. So it's a small forward. I'm, it's a, there you go. I'm taking Cam Whitmore from Villanova. Damn. Okay. I'm taking Cam. You like that? That's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I'm taking Cam. Look, if they get back James Harden in the fold, even without James Harden, they've, they've, they've got guards around. They've got yep. Kevin Porter. They've got Jalen Green. I've got Jabari Smith Jr. So I've got my power forward. I've got Shangoon holding down my middle. Yep. I've got a bunch of really nice middle, like Kenya Martin Jr. 
he's a, he's a Tara Eason. I've got that, but I need a small forward or someone who can roll down to the shooting guard. I am with the fourth pick taking Cam Whitmore only because of positional need. This is irrelevant for fantasy basketball. Mm. Unless it's wild, wacky season, especially if they get Harden back. I am looking to Houston again. And I've said it before. I would like to see them have some organizational priorities. I'd like to see mm. them play the game of basketball and start to develop a winning mentality, even if they suck. And they're probably going to suck. They could have some great flashes and some highlights with a bit more discipline in their system. Yeah. They pretty much didn't respect Silas. Um, that's done. They're growing up. Green is his third year in. Porter is Kevin's Kevin. But Jabari Smith Jr., I don't think has a losing mentality about him. And I think being in the organization last year, I think that it's a very good parting of ways with the system. I think they're trying to bring it back to a state of winning in Houston. So I'm going to fill a need and I'm going to take with the fourth pick, Cam Whitmore. Fifth pick I to you. I love it. Just quickly on the Houston one, do you reckon in yep. the actual do you reckon they take Thompson or do you reckon they take go for position and go for Whitmore? Yeah, I reckon they take I reckon they'll take Whitmore. Uh, or Hendricks. I reckon they'll either do that or they'll do another, um, or maybe Jarris Walker. That's my, my feelings is they're going to go for a forward spot because they can yeah. pivot there and then they can make one, they can play one of them as a small. So mm. that's probably where I'm thinking, but I, I don't see them taking a Thompson twin just for the sake of it. There's too many guards there, especially with pressing to get hard and back. I, I am thinking and hearing also a little bit of shout out. If Harden comes, Thompson's out. And they're not going to take yep. him. But if Harden doesn't, they are leaning towards taking Thompson. And it's... I mean, I wouldn't mind it. KB, KBJ is great, but he's not yep. that guy. You know what I mean? But if you have this chance, again, though, it's hard. Overtime elite makes it very, very hard to know what you're getting because it's so new. Like you know, yep. you just don't know what you're getting out of the out of the Thompson twins. Even though I do like them, but. Um, uh, okay, so my pick to Detroit. To Detroit with the fifth. Who are you taking, Skitty? Detroit with the fifth. I mean, if this was – if Thompson <laughs> – if M. Thompson is on the board, I still don't think Detroit take him uh, just because – They still hold a draft too apart from Cade. Oh, mate, Cade and Ivy already, like, you know, we saw a little bit of it last year. I want to see how it goes this year, but, you know um, – I think they both need the ball in their hands, and then Thompson throwing that in—that's a third like with the ball in their hands. Um, I'm, oh jeez, I don't want to give him to, you, but I'm going to have to give him to you. I'm actually going to go and take Taylor Hendricks instead. That's of not a bad shout. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking him. Um, I really, really like Taylor Hendricks um, out of UCF. Uh, 15 points a game. Almost two threes a game is that stretch floor big man, and his defense is just fantastic. I love watching it. 1.7 blocks, and they all come pretty much from the weak side. Um, and he's also able to get up right there and protect the rim. With Also, he's able to get one steal a game, so that's fantastic defensive numbers. I don't know if he's going to be a massive talking point for fantasy year one, unless you're going to – I don't think he's going to be able to get massive um, – Defensive stats, but like he does everything well. That he is like what uh, Jabari Smith Jr. was coming out last year. Let's just hope that he can shoot better than Jabari and not give uh, a certain host of a basketball podcast as much headaches as Jabari did last year. So Mate, I'm yeah, drafting I'm, him again if he's there late. I'm just doing it. I'm just, I, I like his game <laughs> on some level. I don't know why. I watch him. I'm like, you yeah, like the game of basketball and you can play it. It's you all right. It's first year coach that wants to well, suck. Also, too, you got to remember Jabari's not a shot creator, same as Hendricks. So he really needed a point guard that's able to facilitate and really get him right in those wide open spots. Jalen Green and um, Kevin Porter Jr. ain't that. They really like you know they're more ISO ball boys that love to shoot threes and right to get to the rack. They don't like passing. So um, yeah, it was very hard for Jabari. I think another season under it, he's gonna you know try get it a bit more, but. Um, when I'm looking at it right now, uh, Detroit, they need to make a decision because they're – because Bagley, no. Wiseman, not yet. Duran, yeah, like him. And can Hendricks play alongside all of them? Yes, he can. But not at the three, but they, I think he's better than Bagley now. So yep. 
I would I would take Hendricks if I was them. If Whitmore was already off, I think Whitmore probably goes to Detroit at five. And um, that. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very happy with Hendricks. So in six, then it's back to me for the Orlando Magic. You. I know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm taking Amen Thompson. Yeah, bloody oath. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's at this point and now it's like the Thompson twins are starting to switch. I'm not going to put that egg on my face. Look, he is going to be one of the absolute most insane athletes. He's got shades to me. Like if we do the comp, he's like a taller Jar Morant. He's got that athleticism, as you said before, that that Russell Westbrook like athleticism. And say what we want about Westbrook over time. We've all got to say, even when he was putting up triple doubles, like we complain about it when it's him. When it's Luca, it's like, oh, look, Luca gets a triple double. At the end of the day, you've got to put some effort at some point in time. Yeah. And the man and the man was an electrifying athlete at the same time. Oh, yeah. I think if this is where you're taking Amon Thompson, 6'6", 214 pounds. Um, he profiles very, very well as a shot creator as well. Um, seven vision. foot wingspan. Great passing vision from him as well. He looks, and, he looks like he can understand the offense beautifully. And if you rotate him in a probably an approach with Markel Fultz, who can draw attention, that's a nice mm. little backcourt to build around there. You've got a beautiful setup there with Franz Wagner. You've got Banchero, mm. Wendell Carter Jr. Like, I, I like Orlando. I think they were a great league pass last time. I think all the Orlando Magic are going to be, again, this year, one of those sneaky league pass teams where you end up watching them being like, are these guys okay? Are they yeah. all right? And, and look, you've got... You've got, oh, mate, you've got Suggs there. He's developing. Yeah. But yeah. him and Cole Anthony, I don't think, are long for the organization. So I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those two guys. Yeah, you know, you like that one? I think I think oh, one hot, of those guys. I agree with Cole Anthony. I think he's got to go. But I I'm, I really I like Suggs. Suggs is defense. one of them has to go soon. Oh, yeah. It's got to be Cole, though. It has to be Cole. But then Shout out to Obama. Jeez, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be I think I think it's going to be cold that goes. Uh, so with that, I'm definitely taking Eamon Thompson with the six pick uh, oh, to the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Seventh pick then back is to the uh, is to the Indiana Pacers. Indiana. What do you reckon they need? You're in the Pacers zone. I am in the Pacers zone, and oh, geez, this is a tough one because if you're really looking at Indy, they had that trial experience with sticks. Jalen uh, Jalen Smith, God no! Thank God they. I don't know how you lose your spot to a six five Aaron Neesmith. That was the Boston reject, but whatever he did. So they need a power forward, big time. And yep. I think in the actual draft, if Taylor Hendricks is there, they'll take him without a doubt. Obviously, he's yep. already gone off our board. Um. So then, so the this next- is where this is where we're playing power forward swaps. Pretty much, it's like whoever takes one takes the other. Is it though? Am I going to do that? No, I'm not. Ooh. I'm actually oh. looking at the other position of need, and that's oh the shooting guard so position to then get a bit more defense in there. And I'm taking a Sir Thompson. So I'm taking that uh, step to okay. bring a bit of perimeter defense. Um, obviously, Andrew Nemhard did a very good role in that last year, but it, yep. it's just not, he's not that. He's not that. Oh, so that's, that's why I'm bringing a Sir in. <laughs> We don't know. We don't know 100 what we're getting from the Thompson twins, but what I can say is athletic, good defense, good ability to read plays as well. Pair that with Tyrese Halliburton, who is big time in my book. I love Tyrese. I reckon. You oh, know, you love Halley. You're a very big Halley guy. Even though his shot looks like he, it should be sent to the morgue and then reconstructed and then go again, it works. So that's fine by me. So if they bring him in in there under Coach Carlisle, I know the Thompson Twins have some shooting difficulties. But then again, we look back, what was it, two years ago when there was this yep. uh, amazing playmaking uh, point guard out of Australia by the name of Josh Giddy who apparently couldn't shoot. And, geez, hasn't he proved some people wrong? So... If the Thompsons could be anything like Gids, then hell yeah! Like I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm in on them. So yeah, I'll take, I'll take a sewer Thompson, mate. Good that picking. I like it. I like it. Now look, let's get. To, we'll get after the top ten. We'll have a look at like the not must draft guys. I think putting must mm-hmm. draft on something to go. You must. You've mm-hmm. got to do it. 
Otherwise, you're going to no. lose your fantasy season. We'll have a look at the top 10 guys and be like, who are we going to keep on our radars and maybe yeah. in what round later on? Eighth pick, yeah. uh, the Washington Wizards. Oh, here we go. Tough. Uh, I'm, no. Absolutely. For me, it's a no-brainer because I don't know what I don't know what Bill's doing. I don't know what we're getting back with uh, Bradley right now. Uh, that mm-hmm. no-trade course is a humdinger. So in that, oh, let's yeah. roll back. My guy has, I think, absolutely brilliant instincts. He's one of my favorite point guards, and he's a bigger point guard. I'm taking Anthony oh. Black with the eighth pick. Oh. Okay. Right on. I okay. am taking Anthony Black. I, I need a point guard there. There's, there's no yep. point guard currently. Um, yep. Like they've, they've got this Monty Morris thing that doesn't seem to work, and they're putting mm-hmm. – I, I don't like it. He's big and athletic. Yep. He can defend. He's got a great motor. He's played really nice playmaking. His shooting isn't great, but then again, if I've got to basically – my job as a rookie is to pass the ball to Bradley Beal or – somebody else it's kind of where i'm looking for a position of need and let's be honest they've also got a chance to take a small forward depending on what coos does because i'm sure he's going to decline his option and and pick that up so you probably might be looking at a small forward power forward as well but again we're doing this a week out we don't know what's happening in the next few days but right now let's just say they pick him up or he declines it they want to get him back or bring in some talent they need a point guard in the wizards and at this point in time I'm, i'm definitely taking uh, with who's left on my board, I'm looking at I'm looking at Anthony Black. And I think he will be a back end of the draft pickup. Because there's okay. not going to be a lot okay. going on in Washington if they blow it up. So you might okay. be looking at that if we're doing a 12-teamer, uh, 12 guys. Yeah. You might be looking him up in the last round as one of those rookie flyers, second last round. Yeah. They're going to need to put points on the board. They're going to get, If you're looking for points, some assists, um, Look, his free throws are negotiable. I think there was 70, like just almost 71% coming out of college. So it's not going to kill you. It's not going to be due, but he's, yeah, he's, I just think he's, he's got that Westbrook kind of thing again. Like him, there's a few of those flashy point guards coming out. Yeah. There's no one else that I'm taking around that time as a point guard that's going to bring me something. So I'm going to take Anthony Black. Uh- Fair enough. So that gives me the Jazz at pick nine. Does, um, does. I'm just saying right now, Matty, uh, you could have taken Black a couple of picks later and you still would have got him. Uh, not Ooh. me, but that's all right. <laughs> no well, I don't know what's going on the next couple of rounds. I'm, I'm filling my needs early because I'm filling my needs early because the, this profile, okay. this draft, there's just an absolute stack of shooting guards. It's, it's an abundance of these six five to six nine just big yep. built blokes that everyone in the NBA wants. And yep. it's just like, oh, here they all are in one draft. All right, sweet, no worries. And so that's why I think, I think that's why I think there's a high top end. There's a really high ceiling on this. Then there's this mm. middle factory floor shenanigans going on. And yeah. then we're gonna have some the, the the guys who are out of the league playing the Sydney Kings in a few years' time. Yeah. So <laughs> Bring them to the NBL, get the marquee players in, former NBA star, whatever, get them down yeah. here. I don't care. But for yeah. me, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking a point guard because I need it. And it's, again, position. Yeah. I look for position of where I need to feel. And, again, this isn't what I'm doing for fantasy. It's what I'm doing if I'm a GM. And the Wizards haven't got a great history, so I probably stuffed it up like they will. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually, yeah. Sorry, no, think, sorry Wizards Nation. Yeah, well, let's be honest here. Their last picks have been absolutely shocking. I mean, Kispert was crap. Davis was crap. Avdi is just showing a little bit of defense now. But she's a little bit – like, you could have gotten heaps better players in that time, but whatever. Obviously, the scout for the Wizards has no idea like us. So, you know. And by the way, I know who you're taking. And I know who you're taking now from the Wizards. Oh, from the Jazz. If you want a real real scout, come message me. I've got you. It's all right. I'll slip into the DMs. All right. Yeah, that's the other G Wiz, their mascot. I think you're going to take Bial. Bial. Oh, you no, said you weren't going to take a French for me. A French oh, for you. I, do, I know you like your yet. French boys. Not yet. I'm looking at him in another one. No, because what Utah need, right? I yep. I really enjoy Utah. Um, I'm a big marketing fan. Um, yep. Really love how Larry um, has just really personified himself and come into the league and really shown what he can do. Uh, he, he's finally been given that chance to be able to do it. So I really like what Laurie does. So I want to take a guy that uh, can really be put around Laurie and really, you know, really showcase what he can do as well. So um, 
what's going to happen here is I really like the core that Utah are starting to bring in. Uh, Walker Kessler, Larry Markinen. They've also got JC, Jordan Clarkson in there. They've got Colin Sexton, the young bull. So they've got a couple of guys there. What I look at uh, for what they want and what I think they are going to do, oh, actually, no, I'm tr- I'm actually changing my – no, I'm changing Ooh. my pick, actually. What they need, I, I don't trust Colin Sexton as a starting point guard. Neither is Jordan okay. Clarkson. So what I'm going to do is pick my first point guard on my ball. Uh, sorry, sorry. Point guard after Scoot and after the after the Thompson boys ahead of Anthony Black on my board. Casey Wallace out of te- oh, out of Kentucky. Yeah, Wallace. I really like what he can do. 6'3 guard with a 6'8 wingspan out of Kentucky. Why I yep. like him more than Black, one simple thing, that is he's shown the point guard pedigree that we love to see. And mm-hmm. two, it's that Kentucky factor, baby. Kentucky guards Chicken. always get that bump. Devin Booker, Torres Maxey, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Mm-hmm. Every single uh-huh. time you think that they're just not as good as you think they are, in like in uh, at Kentucky, they come into the league yep. and they just blow up. So yeah, when I true. look at, yep, yep, when I look at, you know, forty five percent from the field from point guard that six three, yes, tick one point four threes that can come up, no worries. He's get he's already averaging four point three assists, three point seven rebounds as well. He gets two steals a game, and he's got seventy five percent from the free throws line. I love what I see out of Wallace. I know that Kentucky played that. Uh, like play their systems really, really well. But I really, really like what Casey Wallace can bring and what he can bring to the NBA. So Utah, if they get Casey, yep. it's massive. Massive. Yeah, I like that for you. And I'm actually kind of very glad that you left my next pick there because <laughs> I reckon the, if I'm looking at the Mavericks, I'm taking at 10. Who I'm taking? I'm taking Jarris Walker. Mm. He was the one that I was... Going to say, and then realize I that. am, I am yeah. taking Jarris. I am taking that forward spot with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, out of all the out of all the forwards, he has the highest stocks, steals, and blocks. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm looking at him as well in fantasy later on to see where I can get some extra defensive uh, stats in my fantasy drafts. Uh, look, he's got good size, great, like pretty solid athleticism. Apparently, he's been interviewing around very well. So every time that he's coming to one of the organizations to interview, they like what they're showing. So I think it's driving his stock up. I would not be surprised if you see Jarris Walker go off the board earlier. We've got him at 10 right now. Of all the guys that I've got earlier on, apart from the Thompson twins, they've got fantasy impact. Wemby, massive fantasy impact and upside for how that's going to shake out your drafts. Scoot, obviously, he's going to be a consideration on my fantasy draft day. I think the next guy that I'm looking at with position of opportunity so you've got to look in your fantasy league about who's going to get your minutes, who has opportunity, and what are they going to be able to throw in there. So let's say Kyrie stays in Dallas. You've got Luca. As of today, they have officially declined Christian Wood, so there's no big middle man there. Yep. There's no reliable, dependable forward. I don't think in Dallas, there's not a lot going on. So where's your third option? What's your third option going to do? Well, your third option is going to probably get you between 12, about 10 to 14 points a game, uh, three to six rebounds, couple of assists maybe, and they need to defend. And if they can yeah. do that on well, on good efficiency because they're standing there knocking down shots, which Jarris can do, mm-hmm. 34%, 35%. Um, his, free throw, his, his free throws could come up like 65%, 66%. Yeah, like not, not ideal, right. not great, but look, it can be worked on. He's a good pick, and if I'm taking him at number 10 and I'm Dallas after you know pulling a bit of a number on the NBA just to balk at that to get a decent pick, <laughs> I'm taking Jar. I'm, t- I'm I'm taking I'm taking Jarris uh, with the tenth pick, and uh, as, as as the Dallas Mavericks, I'm pretty bloody happy with that. If Jarris falls to them, which I don't think he will, I'd be yep. stoked, and I'd be so happy with the tanking that I did to be able to get Jarris Walker. Because yep. yeah, I I see exactly what you're saying. I love what you're saying. I walk with you on that one. I, I work with you. I walk with you. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm not. No, I look. I, I like yeah. him. I think he's great. I, I'm going to enjoy watching him play, and I think you've. Again, if you, again, we're looking at it like you can take the, any of these guys early. Like what we say, yeah. I mean, we, we're trying to be the best experts we can be here, but we're not the organizations trying to put bums on seats. And these guys, again, it's the draft of the middleman. It is the middleman draft. 
And I'm calling it the middleman draft because these are the guys that there's your generational talents there. There's your organizational pillars like Scoot. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guys you love having. He's a great teammate. Oh, yeah. You know, like those, we're going to have a lot of those teammate guys in five, 10 years where you hear stuff about them. And you're probably going to get some of these blokes as well being like, but I can do more. I'm like, really? Yeah. You can? You never profiled as that. And you're still not. He seems and like the, you'll get you. seems like Bones Highland. Bones Highland. <laughs> Ship off. Yeah. Jeez. Wouldn't he be pissed as well? Like just missing out on the, de- on the. Do you think Bones cares? Do you think he cares? He's like, no, nah, it's all right, man. I'll get my time to shine. We're dope with the Clippers. Yeah. I'll get my time to shine on the Clippers behind Russell Westbrook now. Like, oh, you idiot. Like. Oh, not doing it. Okay. So before we get to your next one, Skitty, which is the magic pick from the Bulls. You heard my thoughts about the fantasy impact. Anything that's really standing out for you in the top 10 fantasy-wise or anyone you're looking at to pick up in a, in, what, in some round? So, yeah, when it comes to the players for, like, actual fantasy kind of looks at it, uh, Victor Wembanyama, yep. obviously. I'm, like, I'm looking at yep. him top 30. Top 30 for yep. Victor, no worries. Scoot, then I, I would look at Scoot. It just depends on where he falls into. If he falls to uh, – if uh, Hornets take him, and he sits on the bench behind Lamelo and uh, Terry Regia. No, 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 thanks. Yeah. If he can get to Portland or then get traded onto anywhere else, and he's the starter, clear cut starter. Yeah, I'm taking Scoot. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Miller, I like it. Depends as well. He profiles very well. It looks like he can get about his four categories with percentages, scoring, rebounding, maybe a couple of defensive stats. We'll see how we go. But yeah, like him. Yeah. The Thompsons, if they. Uh, if they can translate what they did in overtime elite into the NBA, then geez, these guys are going to be unbelievable for fantasy. And my God, we can take them wherever the hell we want because the steals, the blocks, the assists, the rebounds, the points. Yeah, we can take all of it. The field goal percentage, everything. All right, sweet, no worries. Give me seven categories out of pick, like, you know, 100 or something like that. No worries. Yeah. Um, Matt Hendricks, Walker, who else we have? Black, Wallace. And Whitmore, I'm not touching Whitmore. Um, I think he has to have time to grow. Uh, I'm not fully, I'm not in on him in, in fantasy this year. Uh, Jarris yep. Walker, maybe. Good defensive stats. Let's see if they can translate. I, I would say yep. he's going to be a waiver wire player. And if he shows that he's got the position, like in the role, take him 100%. Um, Taylor Hendricks, yeah, yeah, I, I could feel pretty comfortable with taking Hendricks around like the 120, 100 mark, something like that, where I'm taking a bit of upside. Yeah, I, I could see mm-hmm. Hendricks as long as he falls into a good position. Let's say, you know, say he falls in Detroit, like in Detroit, I'll be happy with that. If he falls in Indiana, yes, I'm in. I'm in if he gets to Indiana, happy with that. And Black, yeah, Black would be a, a last-round flyer. Let's say he gets to a team that doesn't have a point guard. I'm in with that. Absolutely. Excellent. All right, let's go down with you, mate. Number 11. We're going to fly through the next 10 picks. You've got 11. You've got the magic from the Bulls. Who are you taking? Let's go. Magic from the Bulls. I know what you want me to do, and I'm not doing it. I'm sorry to everyone that is watching. I am not bringing Suggs Dick into this. Give the people what they want. No more Suggs Dick. I'm winning this. No Suggs Dick. (laughs) So I'm taking my... You're not taking the dick. Just to clarify, you are not taking the dick with the 11th pick. There is no dick to be taken here. So when we're doing this, Matty G, you took, uh, was it, did you take a Thompson? You took a, you took a men Thompson, didn't I you? I did. A Sue's gone, yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, that would mean that it would be Fultz, Thompson, um, Wagner, Bankero, Carter with a – so that means I'm kind of – I'd have to – like there's no more starting positions there. So to fill a need nope. where they'd have, you know, Suggs, Anthony, maybe Isaac if he ever plays, Mo Wagner, you know, that's a that's a bloody – that's a deep team. I'm just yeah. going to take the – you know, I'm – no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take – the best player that I have on my big okay. board right now, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit, uh, you may not agree with it, but that's okay because it's my pick for the Magic. I'm going to draft them a better backup center than Mo Wagner, maybe a switchable power forward. I'm taking Leonard Ooh. Miller. Leonard Miller? Oh, my God, it's so juicy. Leonard. That is I a bit really like, I had him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really like Leonard Miller. I liked him. 
Yeah, I'm really looking at Leonard Miller out of uh, out of the Ignite in Canada. Uh, 16 points per game as well. We've got to remember he's full of the Ignite, so already in the G League against actual. He was an outstanding games. rebounder. He was an oh, absolutely. He was a dominant rebounder who could knock down free throws as well. I think he was in the 80 percent, about 80 percent free throws from the free throw. 79, 79 free there you go. 10.1 yep. rebounds. He average. He shot the like threes that. at 0.3 uh, percent, but he. And he averaged under one a game, but that was more game style. In only 29 minutes as well, he averaged almost a block, one steal per game, 10 rebounds, can shoot the three, shot 53% from the field as well in the Ignite. So, now nah, I'm really like what Miller can do. I know he's a little bit lower on a lot of people's draft boards, but I really like what he can bring. I can think he can yeah. feel like he's got. He's got so he's got some upside for sure, and I think that might give you the Griffin of the day. Wait a minute. That's the smartest <laughs> thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. Buzz, buzz to you, my guy. I actually don't <laughs> mind that pick for them. I, I actually think you that could be something we see happen on draft day, to be honest. I don't mind it. Unless yeah, if they do that. do Suggs Dick, if they do do Suggs Dick, look, I'm not mad about it. I, I'm not big on, on Grady Dick, but it yep. would be funny and it would be the best one since we had sex land in – Cleveland, so in Cleveland, yeah, I get that. Yep. Well, then I guess that moves me to twelve, where well, I'm you. looking about taking. I'm taking. I might be taking some dick at the twelve. Um, I just wanted to say that while you were taking all the dick? See the reaction. I'm going to take the only dick at the draw. There's probably a few of them there <laughs> from what I've read about their reports. Uh, no, look, um, I don't think I'm going to. I actually think I'm going to. This is this is the thing about it. I am. I'm actually with you on Balal. Um, he's oh, young. No. <laughs> And he's athletic, he defends, and he's got a motor. And if you roll me out there, the Oklahoma City Thunder, that is just a bunch of young dudes who run the basketball court with yeah. Shea, who is an absolute elite talent. So I'm sorry, buddy. I am taken by Lal Kulbali. Is it Kulbali? Oh, Kulabali? I'm just going to call him Cooley. I'm going to take the Cooley. I'm yeah, going to take him the West yeah, Coast. I'm going to, you know what? Here's the West Coast Cooler. Here we go. I'm going to take the West Coast cooler, uh, Cooley. Uh, he's 18 years old, so he fits on their timeline. They're a young team. They're still developing. He is long, athletic. He he needs to work on his shooting, but they say that about everyone that goes to OKC, and look what they do. Uh, I'm really liking him. I'm definitely going to take uh, take Cooley. Uh, Bailal Kulabali, again, he's one of those young blokes. He's absolutely dominated in the under-21 international competition as well with Wemby. So he's He's right there. And when you put a generational talent beside someone, what do they do to get a little bit of shine on their name? He's shown that. He's shown that over in the French League as well. Again, playing with grown men, playing with people who play basketball for a living, uh, not just college or, you know, the like G League. Yeah, I, I'm really in on him as a as a really good steal and fit with OKC. It's just, again, like like a lot of blokes. How many how many guys do we profile in the NBA that says, oh, that'd be great, Isaac yeah. Okoro, um, if they could shoot? Oh. Hey, I'm just gonna throw some calves love in there. Oh, how many? Yeah. How, how we love that. Jared Vanderbilt, incredible defender, yeah. would be great if you could put like a couple of those buckets in from the corner. So, look, they've got a great, they've got a great development movement over in the Thunder. I'm taking, uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking uh, Bailal uh, at 12, which brings you to 13 for the Raptors. Yeah, boy, we'll move through I'm these. Really Let's move through these ones up to 20. Who are you gonna take? Yeah. Let's get it. All right, no worries. Let's get it. Uh, Toronto, Let's go bang bang. Toronto, I am taking. Kobe Bufkin, how he like the really buff like, stuff. Really like Bufkin out of Michigan, six five. Yep. Really like, uh, really like his shooting ability that he's going to be able to bring. Um, if it translates over, I yeah. mean, it's only thirty five percent, one point three. But he really, he's got a really good stroke. I love it. Um, Four point five rebounds as well. He's got one point three steals. Eighty five percent free throw shooting is the reason why I really trust the shot. I know it was like a bit rough at Michigan. But I think if they get him those open shots in Toronto, I mean, they've obviously, like, Fred Van Vliet's most likely gone. So whoever they bring in, hopefully they uh, they can bring around him. He's got a little bit of shot creation, but not a, not a whole lot. But, yeah, I like the Buffy, the buff stuff. Oh, the Buffy's buff, the vampire slayer. The vampire Ooh, slayer. The vampire slayer. <laughs> the vampire slayer. There we go. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe, the vampire slayer. The, the beefy boy. Uh, yeah, look, I actually, I don't mind that for you. He's, yeah. The man is definitely going to put some bucket in. So if you are looking for points later mm. in your draft, this is a guy you could just plug yeah. into your squad, especially on those weeks 
And again, this is again about the opportunity. The Raptors are going in a new direction right there. There's talk today that uh, the Atlanta Hawks are pretty much looking at trading for Pascal Siakam. As of today, it's like anyone on the organization apparently is up apart from Trey Young. So that's where if they pull uh, DeJounte Murray and he goes up north, then it's probably going to have a little bit less impact. But there's someone there who can put it in and he's going to have to work off someone for me. Um, Although just saying that as well, Matty, with Toronto, it seems like everyone has been linked to Pascal Siakam right now because everyone would like a Pascal Siakam. He's fantastic. Everyone would love a Pascal Siakam. Everyone would love a Pascal Siakam. Yeah, the only team I don't like trading for him is the Atlanta Hawks. Like, it's been one season of Murray and Trey together. Let them, just like, let them have a crack. Like, let them gel together. You didn't even give them a chance. There were some games where it went great. Some games it went crap. And, you know, but just see how it expands. I think they just need to bring um, a Kongwu in, Capella, get him out. He's pretty much the exact same player anyway. So get him out. Collins doesn't want to be there apparently, so get him out. And then just bring in this power, like bring in the power forward. There's only so much time that your name can be thrown in every single trade. In 100%. an organization. It's the Jalen Brown effect. Like he's the man's getting a payday, but I'll tell you now, if he did not make an NBA team this year, Jalen Brown would not be playing in the Boston Celtics this coming season. If it was me, I would be like, I'd be gone. It's the, only the fact that they can offer me max money now, 295 million, it's almost you like you've got to take no. it straight away. No. You can't say no to it. Like generational wealth, you're not saying no to it. Um, no. so yeah, I'm I don't mind that pick for you. I'm looking next yeah. though. You've Sorry, taken the Pelicans box. You. Pellies. Pelicans. How much can we say about the Pelicans? Like, how much is going on right now? Apparently, everyone's getting traded from the Pelicans. Which makes this pick kind of easy for me. I'm going to take Derek Lively. Love it. I'm going to love. Thank it. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I oh my am. God, uh... So juicy. Yeah, I'm taking a big center. I'm taking a defensive presence right there because we all know Valanciunas right now is not long for the organization. If they do any trade, I think Val will be included as part of that package. Um, Derek Lively. He's just strong. He is seven foot one, seven eight. Another French prospect right there. It's he's your, he's your French boys. Um, paint me like one of your French basketball players. Um, <laughs> he has his promise as an outside shooter as well. So he loves the stroke. Um, so look, I'm taking. I'm taking. Yeah. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm taking Derek Lively. That's a big That's one about I'm Derek at. Lively because he was like top five coming out of high school, looking for this draft yep. because. He had the ability to shoot. Duke didn't let him. So if he can come in and he can expand the floor, it's yeah, yeah it, like it's beyond like anyone's expectations of what Lively can do if he can shoot. I am I'm gonna put it down early. He for me will be one of my centers that I'm looking to pick up in the last round. So fantasy impact yeah. for me is Big if time. especially if Val goes, uh, I am I am taking him. Um mm-hmm. I think they've got Jackson Hayes has been okay in there, but they never trust him on the court as a starter. He might move into that starting role, but then you might be looking at him. He's definitely going to be a stream target for me, but if he gets starting minutes from the get-go and they do something funky with the Pelicans, because we didn't see them live up to the hype last year, uh, I think Derek Lively definitely has potential down the stretch to be putting up some very impressive stats to help you win your category leagues, especially in those rebounds and with good percentages at the end of the year. 100%. Oh, 15 pick. Hawks, Hawks. All right, shout out. What goes? My boy. Um, right, so you have taken lively. All right, so yep. we at the Hawks. Okay, so I am going to go a little, yeah, yeah, nah. I'm going, so say the Hawks don't blow it up, right? Say yep. they package, say they do exactly what I would do if I was the GM, package Collins and Capella. Let's get ourselves a good power forward, whether it be, you know, Siakam or another like another kind of power forward that's, you know, not the guy, but give me some defense. That's all I want. Yep. And then a bit of shooting. 3D guy, perfect, on the wing. Perfect. That's all I want. What I'm going to do, I'm going to take Bryce Sensabar. Okay. Um, yeah. Bryce Sensabar. Tell me about six. it. 7-2 wingspan out of Ohio State, 16 points per game. He averaged almost two threes a game um, on 
40% three-point shooting. He had 5.4 rebounds. Uh, not many defensive stats, but he had an 83% free throw as well. So that, like, what I always do is when I'm looking at these three-point shooters, right, I want to see the free throws be able to go in because that really indicates a good set of form on their shot. So he shot 83% from the free throw line. Love that. 40%, I think it's real. I think he's a good shooter. I think it's a shooter off the catch. And I think it's also a shoot that he can do, not off massive amount of drill, but just a little bit. So I really like Sensabar. I think it's going to be, if they stick with Hunter um, in the in the starting lineup and then they have Bogdanovich and Sensabar, it can be just them two throwing the ball to each other, shoot a three, let Toby goes in. If not, we trust our big boys to get the board. So um, I really like that if they have that with uh, Murray and uh, Trey to um, to expand the floor. So I, I like Bryce Sensabar there to the uh, to the Atlanta Hawks. Hopefully, I've made Braino proud. All right, it's then me at sixteen. Uh, the Jazz, courtesy of the Timberwolves. Uh, look, you did really well taking a point guard before with them. I'm actually going to look to back up possibly the point guard spot, or look to put some more shooting. So I am going to take the dick. I'm going to take yeah, Brady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to put some shooting around there. Look, he's he's a he's a terrific shooter. Um, if they're going to pick up that mm-hmm. earlier point guard, he's going to get some looks in there. I think he has real NBA value shooting wise. They're going to want to space the floor. They love to do that with Clarkson currently. So another shooter in the ranks. So I'm looking definitely at taking uh, Grady. I'm taking I'm taking the Grady fella. He's taken right there, number sixteen with the Jazz. We'll fly through these skitty to the end of the round because. Pretty much from here out, these are your waiver wire targets, aren't they, mate? These are the guys that you're going to pick up on the waiver wire. You're going to get them some use or when they're filling in minutes, but they're not going to really go too hard for you. So let's go to 17 with the Lakers. Who are they going to pick up? Uh, Lakers. All right. So it's not the best player on my board, but I am going to – it's obviously Lakers. They need shooting. I'm going to take – yeah, I'm going to take Jordan Hawkins. Yep, Jordan Hawkins. Sorry. That's not a bad pick. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins out of uh, UConn uh, shot almost three, uh, three threes a game, uh, almost 40%. Yep. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot else. His free throws are 88%, so I really, really like his shooting ability. Um, that's all the Lakers want. If LeBron comes back and doesn't re- retire, please don't retire. LeBron, come on. You're not going to. So, yeah, I'm taking Loving Hawkins. France right what now. He's loving France. He's spending some time. For, what have you got for the finalist Miami Heat? Uh, I'm looking at probably Lennon Miller. Another Ignite guy, a power forward. He's got Mate, really good I've already form. Taken him. No, you didn't. Oh, you did too, you bastard. I've already taken Miller. Oh, you Miller. did take Miller. I didn't cross it off. You did take Miller. You did take Miller, you savage. Ah, fucking no. me. You're not getting Miller. That was a good early pick. I'm not getting Miller. All right, well, I'm going to take Noah Clowney. I'm going to take Clowney. Love it. I like him. He is um, going to probably play some center minutes in the NBA, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Uh, they need a backup to Bam that's going to be decent, mm-hmm. whose name is not um, Zeller. So basically, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna pick down there. I'm going to go to Noah. I'm going to cross up. Bloody Miller. I thought I was getting a steal. Yes, savage. <laughs> Hell no, man. I'm no, sure I, I took him like over 11 or something. You took him early. Yeah, you jumped on him. Yeah. I was still pissed at you for that one. I'm big on no. Miller. I really like Miller. I am. Look, he's got some floor spacing potential as well. We all know they need that. We can just watch them in the finals. Uh, I'm then going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to switch him and take, uh, and take old mate right there. Yep. He's done. Me at the Warriors. Yep, you with the Warriors. Right. Warriors, I am going to – I'm going to take – I know they, they kind of need a centre or something like that, but I'm not doing that. I'm going to take something that fits their scheme. I am taking Jalen Huchifino, baby. 6'5", out of Indiana. Huchifino. Okay, so this is my big thing about Huchifino. I like all of his, like, uh, his shooting ability and I really like his percentages and everything like that. Um, yep. He shot 77% from the line, 33 from three, but he didn't get a lot of the ball. And that was because yeah. Indiana only um, ran their whole scheme through Trace Jackson. That's it. So all they asked him to do was stand there and spot up. I think that the Warriors, the way that their development team works, they can get the best out of a lot of people and a lot of shooters. So I really like okay. Jalen Huchifino for the Warriors. Who have you got? Rockets at 20. Yeah, taking this one from the Clippers. Um, only because you're yeah. here, and I know you probably take him. Um, oh, this fake GM stuff's hard. Isn't it? <laughs> I like it, though. Good fun. 
It is good fun. Look, I'm still yeah. thinking small forwards in their zone. I'm thinking they're just going to put in that forwards. I don't think they're going guards. I don't think they're getting any more size. If they go for a center, they're going to play. They're going to take James Naji. If they go to the center, that's where I'm thinking they'll lean towards somewhere around that way. Possibly. I'm, I mean, don't quote me on that one, but I'm thinking it's definitely a shout if they're leaning in that way to a bigger guy. Whoa. So I'm thinking right. City. I'm thinking City Sissoko. Oh, love that. Oh, I'm thinking I'm oh look, I I dude, like City's game. Are you like that one? I yeah, love look, Sudoku. I'm, I really like Sudoku. Yeah, I just think he profiles really, really well. Um yeah. if he's still around here right now, he's got really great shades for me. Um mm. he's a strong he's 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 got a lot of power, he's got athleticism, he's really he's got playmaking ability too. So I think that's gonna really transcend to value um for him as a player that's worth his worth his weight in gold. Um, in a rocket system that's going to hopefully move the ball around a lot more. So I'm going to take uh, City Sissoko, mate, with the uh, with the 20th pick from the Rockets. Uh, you, the Nets, uh, the 21st pick, going into them from the Phoenix Suns. Oh, it's such a it's such a hard pick this one for the Nets because the Nets have such good depth and they have like everything covered. Like, yep. so it's so what I'm going to do is if the Nets stay the way that they are, then they are going to just want a guy that doesn't like, you know, doesn't play. They can just like, you know, bring him through the G league, just let him, you know, let him get ready at his own time, but he's got a lot of potential when he does. So that's why I am taking GG Jackson to the Nets. Oh, okay. South Carolina, 15 points per game. Very, very young. Youngest bloke in the draft class. He is. At 18 and a half. Um, he has okay percentages. Um, we know that there was the um, the off court drama that happened around GG. So um, yep. hopefully, you know that Nets organization and Jack Warren can like stamp that out of him. But he has a lot of potential. Good, yes. uh, good creation for his shot. Good defensive. He's got like a great size and a great build around him. He fills out. He can be an absolute dagger. So um, I'll take GG Jackson to the Nets, which means. Oh, back to me on the twenty second. Another one to the Nets. <laughs> I get another Nets, and I'm going to take James Nachi. I'm going to look for a backup for Nick Claxton for another bigger. I'm going to take Nachi. He's got great physical tools, big length. Um, he's sitting there on the board. They probably need some more center minutes. I'm going to back that up and go in and just make it a real simple one. Um, yeah, I'm going to go James Nachi with the twenty second pick. Twenty yeah. third, um, then to you at the Blazers. This I'm one's courtesy right of the New York friends. You could have. You could have taken anyone else, and I still wouldn't have taken Najee. I no, he's, I'm out on him. You're out on Najee. I don't like. You're him. out on him. No. Look, just, I'm just thinking they need to fill. They need to fill in that center spot. So I'm looking around I, that one, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm going there. I'm, 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 like, I'm picking, I'm picking position. I really, especially like I think they're going to do a one-two combo. I think they're going to do one with yeah. one and one with the other. So that's a really great position for them, and that's where, like, in the term of a fantasy draft, where you can have a. If you're at a turn, if you're at that 12th, 13th pick. Uh, that first pick, that second round for you, where it comes back, you get the 24th, yeah. 25th. You can get a best of both worlds option. So that's what I'm doing there. Up uh, 23 Blazers from the Knicks with you. I think just per, just quietly as well, if you didn't take Clowney earlier and Clowney is there for the Nets, he would be amazing on the Nets. I really yeah, like would Clowney would be a perfect yeah. fit for the Nets. Had to, t- um, had to okay. take the clown. Yeah, yeah, love that. Well, that's why you're such a great GM, Matty. So there you go. Thank you. Um, Give me an organization, Tron, and I'll do it. <laughs> you know what? Let's do that. Let's go head to head. That'd be great. Love that. Me at Washington, you at Brooklyn. Oh, how good. Um, so we've got, yeah, Portland Trailblazers. Right. Um, um, have I? No, has anyone? Uh, have we taken Keontae George yet? I don't want to say yes. You haven't taken you Keontae haven't. yet. Wait, I'm taking Keontae George then. <laughs> the great pass of Keontae. <laughs> so Keontae George, I think he can fit in very, yep. very well in um, nice. in Portland. I think um, I, I know it's a lot. Like if Dame does decide to leave, then they can really build around Simons, um, Sharp and George. I think that's a really, really good like, you know, one, two, three combination right there. Out of Baylor, 15 uh, points per game. It was all right uh, around the stats. Pretty good defensive numbers. His turnovers were shocking. But, like, 
uh, I think the Baylor kind of system really like hurt him a little bit, but like, you know, his size and his wingspan are there. He can score. Yep. Um, if he's, you know, if they get him, you know, the NBA ready to go, you know, I, yeah, I like what uh, Keontae George can bring and I think he'd be a good fit in the Blazers in the backcourt there. So a bit more well, defense than Lillard and uh, CJ. Then I'm looking at the Kings with the 24th yeah. pick. I'm probably yeah. going to take the Kings. Justin's going to be pissed off. No, nah, no, nah, Herbie will love this one because they're all about offensive firepower and I'm taking Nick yep. Smith Jr. Oh, I love it, yeah. I, I think he has. I like Nick Smith Jr. I'm looking through and I'm just trying to find someone. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to guy. I'm going to take a dude who can put the ball in the bucket. And they need a shooting guard. Keegan Murray's twin. Yeah, look, I was thinking about it, but I just can't. I can't. He's Chris Murray is, is look, he's great. He's right there. He's on my board. He would be the next that I would take. But look, they'll probably take him, to be honest. If, you, if you're a betting man and you have to say, will they or won't they? If you can find that yeah. punt, they probably will. Um, yeah, and then, it, but they're both power forwards. So why Ooh. am I taking two Murrays? I don't want to create a Jalen Williams in OKC situation. Which Murray? Which? What? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not for that one. I'm not doing that business. I'm getting down there, which is you with the Grizzlies uh, with the 25th, mate. Yeah, right. Okay. So they obviously need a small forward um, yep. in this in this position. Um, let me just quickly. Have a look at who I would, yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, I, you're doing I it, you're taking Bryce. Okay, so if I'm being if I want to play best player from my board, then I would yep. take a certain player, but I think for the Grizzlies, they can't actually take the player that I have best on my board, so I think that I'll leave, hopefully that you just don't take him. Okay. Um, so I, I'm i actually going to take Derek Whitehead out of Duke. Not bad. I, not, yep. Yeah. Small forward, I mean, 6'5", 220, 6'9", wingspan. Good pick. That's good. Yep, absolutely. He didn't get a he didn't get a lot of minutes um, playing at Duke, but his um, you know his steal numbers and his defense numbers were very like quite nice. Um, yep. He showed a little bit. His three point percentage was beautiful at forty two percent. So I think like at that six six frame, he can play that small forward. So um, yeah, I'll take Derek Whitehead, the old pimple boy himself, to the Grizz to replace. Uh, Shanghai Sharks' newest player, Dylan Brooks. Well, then I will take from pick 26, the paces from the Cavs. Um, ooh. Look, he's still about on the board, so I'm probably just yeah. going to have to take him by way of, like, do I have to double back and pick it up? He's not. He doesn't profile as a great defensive player. Okay. But they do need more offense, and I think that in the system, they could probably do it. I'm going to take Jet Howard. Okay. I'm going to take Jed Howard there, put some more yep. points on the board for uh, – but he, he will be irrelevant in your NBA fantasy season. I, yeah. I don't think he'll be a guy you pick up anytime, but he's definitely probably going to be an option around that one. So that will yep. bring you to 27 for the Hornets from the Nuggets. 27 for the Hornets. This is the easiest one for me. I am taking the best player on my board. Mm-hmm. I need to get the pronunciation right. It is Brandon Podzimski, I believe it is. Podzimski. Pozimski, yeah. I oh, I, I, actually, I have Pozimski actually quite high. Uh six four yep. uh out of Santa Clara, the same as Jalen Williams from OKC. Scored twenty points per game on almost fifty percent, hit two point five threes per game at forty three. At 44, 43.8. You can round it up, Skitty. Don't talk it down. It's forty four percent. That's forty four percent, Matty G. Eight point eight playmaking as well. Almost yep. four assists, one point eight six. Look. Everyone wants to say he's coming up against lesser competition. Jalen Williams did the same thing. How good was Jalen Williams this year, Matty G? Yeah, I reckon he is a sleeper hold for the Hornets. Um, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're moving things around, he will definitely, based on his preseason form or anything, again, it's just picking up the right guy in the right spot. Another wow. good option right there, but he definitely has an option if there's moves in the Hornets to impact the, uh, the tail end of your fantasy season, especially if they go in tank mode. Um, like they, like they tend, they tend to usually do. All right, then I guess it falls to me at the twenty eighth pick from the seventy sixes. 
I'm going to take a New Zealand talent, shooting guard, bat of out of yeah. France, Rayan Rupert. Yes, Rupi, sir. The millionaire, I'm going to call him, or the billionaire. I'm going to call him the billionaire. I'm Rupees. Rayan, I like his rupees. I'm going to take him over at the Pacers. Uh, sorry, at the Jazz from the uh, 76ers at the 28th pick. 29th pick, our final two picks. Let's fire these ones off, Skitty. Um, uh, yeah, look, I've got uh, no one else. Uh, no, you know what? Bugger him. I don't like him. Um, who have I got? Pacers? <laughs> yeah, nah. Give me, um, oh, how do I pronounce his name again? Olivia Maxon's Prosper. That made no sense whatsoever. Tell Olivia? You're how taking was, Olivia. How was my, my own Francais? Oh, Olivia. No, yeah, Prosper. Lawrence Olivier. Olivier. Olivier Prosper or Prosper, whatever the hell he is. He's, there. He's from Quebec, Canada. So I'm guessing there's a bit of French in there out of Marquette. Yep. Um, 12 points per game, um, 51% shooting. Rate that. He had a three per game at 34%. Like it. Um, Stuff all defense, but you know, I think he's just a little bit of a little bit of a shooter, and he can bring a little bit to the uh, to the paces and some pretty nice size. I think it's going to be the same like Andrew Nemhart. Uh, sorry, Aaron Neesmith role, but just a bit more size. So hopefully, he can bring a little bit more. So a little bit there, and that leaves you at thirty to the, the last Clippers. pick in the first round. And I'm going to take a center, and I'm going to take Trace Jackson Davis. He's a bit older. Ooh. Now, he's just big, and they no don't do free. anything else with that. He is no just free. a big guy. No, I'm thinking I'm – thinking, I'm, I'm looking at guys like Trace. They just need a center. They don't need anything else. They've already got a big lineup. They need a backup to Zubac. Um, yeah. If you can defend in the NBA and get some rebounds, that's what they need in their system. So for me, he doesn't need to. He passes out of the post incredibly well. 4.7 mm. assists as a center playmaker is exceptional mm. numbers. Um He's, he can knock down free throws as well, so he's dependable on the line. I'm looking for that one. That'll be my 30th pick. And Jake Skidmore, that is your potential NBA 23-24 first round. Yeah, boy. Appreciate you having me on, Matty boy. Uh, it's been fantastic. Hopefully we can get some more uh, insight and a bit more uh, bit more love. Everyone else, make sure you uh, get down there, show some love with the subscribe button. Um Big shout out to Snap Fitness and Stand and Squeeze for making this all possible and everything like that. Um, Maddie, and thankful most of all to you, my boy, for bringing me on here. Hopefully, uh, we can catch up again soon, mate, and bring some more insight for the boys. Well, well mate, you're obviously down for the uh, Cavaliers season pre. We'll do some more real soon. There's your first round, ladies and gentlemen. Punt well, punt happy, and have a sip. We'll see you soon. Take care.